Chris, it's hard to believe, but it's been a year since we heard the news that this man was found dead at his Paisley Park home. Prince passed away a year ago today. Does it? Is it just me, or does that seem like it only happened six months ago? It really does seem like it just happened, uh, but uh, time does fly, and uh, we've lost a lot of other celebrities since then, too. But, uh, you know, we're just finding out this week uh, that he was getting those prescription drugs in uh, another name, supposedly for his privacy. Mm-hmm. I know. There's somebody who's going to be in trouble there. Uh, and this is interesting. A U.S. federal judge blocked a sound engineer from releasing a five-song EP of unpublished music by Prince. Uh, he tried to do this this week. His name is George Ian Boxel. He worked with Prince on five tracks in 2006 and uh, made at least one recording called Deliverance available on Wednesday for online sales. Now, the U.S. District uh, Judge granted a temporary restraining order to stop the music's release late Wednesday, but because the one song was already out there, it doesn't apply. So that is available online. The song is called Deliverance. You know, so the life of me, I could not find it online, so I don't know if it's I found, like, it, the lyrics to Deliverance, uh-huh. but... Uh, yeah, I didn't find it, but apparently... Does it, does it feature a banjo solo? <laughs> sure, let's say so. It's called Deliverance and better. Um, the The thing about Prince was he was actually stockpiling a lot of music, apparently, that he was uh, putting together. Uh, and that for he, what? Just for one day. He had recorded things. Kevin Smith tells a story of a movie that Prince wanted to have made, and he was just going to throw it in a vault. He was never going to release it. And it's interesting that maybe he was planning it to say, "Hey, I'm going to release this when I'm old, and I don't, I can't record and it I later." Right. But maybe, maybe it was planned to be released uh, after he passed away, and it's something that is, you know, going to trickle out later on. But uh, I don't know. It's it's in there in the vault somewhere. Celebrities tend to do that. Maybe they're things that they're not that proud of, but you know, when Tupac died, all of a sudden there's all kinds of old Tupac music that uh, had never been released, sort of trickling out into the ether. Interesting. Uh, you know that Al Pacino made a whole movie that w- only his friends and family have seen. What is it? It must be really bad. I don't, apparently, or is it a porn? Apparently, is it a dirty <laughs> adult film? He made it with his iPhone. <laughs> oh, Ah. Ooh, uh, have I got a? Uh, uh, you want to see a whole movie? Uh, um, really? Do you know anything about the movie? That's all I know. That uh, no one's seen it. That is such an obscure thing to bring up. I Sorry. love stuff. I no, I love stuff that like that. Hey, uh, this is interesting. The uh, six federal departments in our government trying to—they um, are going to introduce name-blind hiring. It's just a pilot project. So basically, what happens is a person's name is not. On the uh, the the any of the resumes, any of the application forms, it's name blind recruitment, and apparently it could help ensure that public service reflects the people it serves by helping to reduce any unconscious bias in the hiring project, a process rather. And they say it weeds out even unconscious bias that you're not aware of, and you end up with the best hires. I think that's really interesting. But you know, as far as government employees go. I think affirmative action has already solved a lot of the problem of people being shut out. But I'm not against this. I just think, you know, when I have in the past worked for, you know, a Mm -hmm. government agency, which I have in the past, the CBC, um, you know, there was a lot of people, multi-ethnic. I didn't feel like anybody was being shut out. I think that what they could be trying to fight against now, too, is sort of the reverse racism where they say, oh, this person doesn't check off the box. So the best way to make sure that uh, someone is a, a... being hired purely on their merit is you have no idea who they are whatsoever, and they're just a number. 
Speaking of being just a number, this is appalling. I don't know if you well. We're, first of all, WestJet did a great thing. They got the, this poor dog was put on the wrong flight, and, and instead of going to Newfoundland, ended up in Hamilton. Uh, WestJet gave the owners uh, tickets and helped them look for their dog. Anyhow, that was a good news story. But that's going to be a commercial um, soon. Oh yeah, a commercial. <laughs> hey, it's going to be a short we series. We lost your dog, but we're going to be a web series. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Uh, the uh, this is appalling. Talk about being just a number. This woman is talking about how in April she was bumped from an Air Canada flight. Yeah, we've heard this before, but she missed this. You know, dream vacation she'd booked to go to the Galapagos Islands before we've destroyed them as well. They're on their way out, just so you know, newsflash. But on Not April 1st, yeah, she booked a couple months in advance. April 1st, she checks in for a flight shortly after 8 a.m. Uh, for her Air Canada flight at 10.55 a.m. And her plans start unraveling, according to the CBC, about two years, two hours later, when she speaks with an Air Canada agent at the boarding gate. She says the agent informed her the Miami flight was overbooked and she wasn't getting on board because she didn't have a valid ticket. Get this. She's freaking out because she's already been issued her boarding pass and checked her luggage for a $25 fee. She was not told she was bumped at the beginning. She's looking for an apology. Uh, the company, so she missed her dream trip. The company basically said, you know, we are going to go through her vacation uh, provider, we're going to give you a new cruise, get you out to the Galapagos. They're making good, but she says that uh, she thinks that Air Canada should foot the bill. She wants an apology and an explanation. She's looking for about ten grand. Well, if that's how much it costs, yeah, that's good luck uh, on the apology. You got to get that. And how often do they do those cruises to the Galapagos? I'm I'm sure they're not heading over in any large numbers. No, I would imagine that the numbers are restricted. They don't want you to trample on the turtles. Uh, hey, you might want to skip that diet drink and live it up over the weekend. Uh, this is a new uh, research study that's saying that artificially sweetened drinks, such as diet sodas, tied to higher risk of stroke and dementia. It's published in the American Heart Association's Journal uh, of Stroke on uh, Thursday. And they say there's no connection uh, found between uh, the sugary beverages, such as sugar sweetened sodas and fruit juice and other fruit drinks. So you might want to skip the diet soda. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Never I'm, drink diet soda. I'm not a big fan of diet pop anyway. If I'm going to have a Coke or a Pepsi or whatever it be, I would, I'm would. i going to have the regular one. The other, the, Any of the diet or the max or the sugar-free or whatever it is doesn't taste as good as the regular stuff. So, But go once all you're hooked way. on it, people say they love that taste. I, They're I, after the taste. I, I used to uh, landscape with a guy. We would all get coffees in the morning, and he would get himself a diet Pepsi. I just thought that is a harsh way to start your morning. This is a, a harsh reality. Researchers saying they've tracked nearly a quarter million adults age 45 and older in New South Wales, and they found no significant difference at all in uh, the likelihood of dying if you are a vegetarian. Yep. Go ahead and eat that, you know, have the uh, full-on sugary Coke and eat your big steak this weekend because apparently um, not so bad. At least uh, they're saying the vegetarian diets aren't any better. It's with an emerging body of evidence that uh, vegetarian diets don't reduce the risk of premature death. Here's the thing, though. I think if, if you cut out all the processed sugars and, uh, and processed food that you're eating and you eat more uh, whole foods, you're probably going to live longer. That's just my thought. I always feel better when I'm eating clean. Well, you know what? I, I think that, that you've got a point there. You know, Maybe it's not the meat that was uh, making people less healthy but i think vegetarians yeah. are hoping that they would be uh my, hey, my, i'm a, married to a vegetarian yep and 
I don't think that she's a vegetarian so that she'll live longer. I think that maybe that was a hope, but she just doesn't like meat. She never she even when we started dating and she wasn't a vegetarian at the time, she never ate a lot of meat anyway. But I think a lot of vegetarians do it wrong. You know, they're they've got such strict rules. I'm not going to eat any meat. I'm not going to have eggs. I'm not going to have fish, whatever. But then they eat nothing but french fries and potato chips and they're wondering why they're not healthy. Yep, that's a good point. Um, Bill Gates, he uh, sat down and had a little interview, um, I think with the Daily Mail in the UK, and there's a lot of startling information coming out of this interview. First of all, one of the things is he uh, stopped his kids from having mobile phones until they turned 14. Another is he loves McDonald's. And before you go out and buy that Rolex because you want to look fancy, uh, this is the type of watch he wears. A Casio. A Casio, a ten dollar Casio. I love that. That's from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Does it have a calculator on it? No, it's a ten dollar Casio watch. I don't know what it has on it, but he says basically um, he doesn't need anything more. And I, I mean, it's, this is the thing: if you want to be rich, you don't spend a lot of money. That's true. That's one of the keys to to staying rich. I think if he don't wanted, waste money. if he wanted, he could have himself a Rolex. Yeah, because he probably, you know what, he probably has a Rolex. Rolex probably gave him a Rolex. <laughs> That's true. Well, now they will because Bill, they just can found you out. Walk around with this on your arm. He's traipsing around with a Casio. Ten dollar Casio. I think the Casio is just good for his brand. It's it's nerdy. Yeah, totally. And it's a Casio. It's three forty one. We're going to talk about De- with something Desmond Cole said on the morning show. Uh, next, and I want to ask you a particular question that's been uh, rolling around in my head since the uh, start of the show. But before I get to that, let's check on the drive. AM640 Chopper Traffic. Here's Ari Rabinovich.